Establish the Edge. I'm your host, Mike Leone. This uh, episode, we're going to be looking at the NFC postseason Holdem contest. And it's a contest that I've been doing for a few years. A ton of fun. I've got Davis Maddock with me to break it down. Before I do that, I want to mention this podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. If you use promo code ETR over at Underdog Fantasy, you can get a deposit match bonus up to $100 for free so make sure to check that out they've also got their own playoff contests going on but davis thank you uh for joining me to break down the nfc contest i mean this is this is uh i mean it's definitely my favorite postseason contest i'm thinking of like is this my favorite contest that exists in fantasy football (laughs) in general it's pretty close honestly um like like best best ball drafts are like a little bit more addicting than this but like thinking through all the permutations, you could just sit there forever and do it pretty much. I think I enjoy postseason contests more than anything else in fantasy football. I almost wish there were more like regular season contests that mimicked these types of contests where it's it's even footing. Everybody has access to the same player pool. Can you know it doesn't matter what draft spot you get or anything like that, or you know, there's no draft room, it just kind of it's it's like a DFS contest, in and, and there's an added element. There's an added element of skill in interpreting probabilities in, in terms of winning games because people in these contests treat a three point favorite the same way they treat you know a nine and a half point favorite or whatever, and that's like a big element of it as well. Yeah, I think there's a huge edge in ownership where that's like gotten a little bit more solved in DFS to an extent, but it definitely hasn't in these types of contests. I like the FFPC one, I think a touch more because it's like deceptively complex. It seems so simple that I feel like you have almost a little bit more of an edge because like any casual is like, oh, I can make a, make a good team. Uh, whereas here, this game, I definitely think there's edge, but I think people playing it are probably a little bit more aware of what they're getting into, but there there is a lot more room to just totally mess things up. So I guess, um, first off, I'd say, I did this episode last year with Chris Vaccaro of The Athletic. So uh, I would encourage people to check that out because he had a lot of good stuff. I'm going to go back and watch it this week. But yeah, Davis going through this setup. So you have, is it, you have 12 roster spots, right? Yes. Yeah. You have, you have uh, two quarterbacks, three running backs, four flex positions, wide receiver, tight end. So this is a, there's no tight end requirements. You don't have to play you know, TJ Hawkinson or Daniel Bellinger or whatever. There's one straight up flex spot. So that's running back wide receiver, tight end. Then you have to select a kicker and a defense. And then to, and you'll start the first round. You can only have one player per team. The second round, you can increase that to two players per team. So this is something where your, your, your roster is going to evolve throughout. So the, you can make add drops each week, the third week, you can have three players per team. And the fourth week of Super Bowl, you can have four players per team. So come Super Bowl, you'll have four players on each side. The wrinkle, of course, with the ad drops is the longer you hold a player, the more points they're worth. The first week they're on your roster, you get one X their points. You know, Mahomes scores 20 points. Well, he, he he's a bad example because he's got a buy. But, you know, Josh Allen scores 20 points week one you get 20 points week two. If he scores 20 points and you are, it's the second week on your roster, you would actually get 40 points. And that multiplier increases by one each week. You hold them. Someone like Mahomes, you could start with. And for his first game, it'll be his second week on your roster. So you'll already be getting two X his points right away. 
Correct. Um, I I've tend to to think that the correct way to use the bye weeks is um, you you want to select one quarterback from the bye week team and then one skill position as opposed to double quarterbacks because even you know two x on let's say uh, Joe Burrow's points for the first two weeks uh, you know if he goes for twenty eight in the round two game in a loss that is a lot of points and then you you can sub that guy in. Um, so what I've done the last two years in this contest is, is, um, taken Mahomes with, with the buy, um, and, and use that as one of the quarterback slots and just kept him through there. But then for, for the, and, and this is just the way it's worked out. I think you could make the, you could sub that out and, and have Jalen Hurts as your buy guy and have McKinnon or Kelsey as your, as your chiefs guy. But I think using double quarterback buys is probably suboptimal. Yeah, you just even though you're increasing the multiplier right away, round one you, you're passing up a quarterback who's just going to put a lot of points in your roster and then hopefully get him to round two. And we'll probably gal brain here like almost immediately. So yeah, again, listen to that podcast from last year. I think we spent a little bit more time on the logistics, but as far as the quarterback stuff, you know the quarterback scoring is extremely favorable for NFFC. It's six point passing touchdown and one point per twenty yards passing. So a lot of times, you know, the way to win it is to just basically correctly guess the two teams that are going to be in the Super Bowl and work backwards from that bracket and have those quarterbacks because they're getting four X in the Super Bowl. You said you or, or three X and four X if you do what Davis said and you only take one with the bot. Well, you, you could actually run into four X on both of the wild. Because my and that that works back. So working backwards, that worked backward from the thought that the most owned chief is going to be Mahomes. The most owned most four X owned is going to be Hertz and so on and so forth. So like for example, a four X AJ Brown is not going to be super owned. But it, like, or or even further, like a four X zone Devonta Smith, if the Eagles make the Super Bowl, is going to be like really low. And I love having that four X differentiator. So I'm going to show how I kind of plot out my teams on the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, but um, and, and this is part of the quarterback conversation. I did something a little Galaxy Brain last year. I started with Mahomes and Allen, even knowing that one of them would be out week two, because there were teams on the NFC side where the quarterback wouldn't necessarily be far and away the best scorer at their position. And it almost worked out. It, um, it, well, I would say the way the, the bracket shook out, it did work out. And both of those guys had a shit ton of points. Yeah, I think I made the wrong decision week three. You can kind of see here at week three, I have Stafford or Jimmy. I could have gone for Rams Super Bowl or for Niners Super Bowl. And I think I ended up going the wrong route at that point in time. Um this is also like not tracked all the way through. I think this is updated after week one, but essentially, you know, working backwards, you want to have one X, two X, three X, four X. You want to have the perfect set of multipliers in the Super Bowl, if possible for, you know, so if you're predicting the bracket, you, I almost build my teams backwards. And when you build your teams backwards too, Davis, you also see kind of like where you need a replacement because sometimes you'll be like, Oh, I'm going to play the, you know, the teams I think are going to lose. I'm going to put them at kicker and defense. And sometimes it's weird where it's almost, you actually don't have, want that. Yeah. yeah. Like if you can have a high scoring running back that loses round one, and then you replace it with the team you think is going to the super bowl in round two, like that almost works out better. Well, it's also, it's also sort of interesting. Cause you, you do have to think about how teams generate fantasy points. So like 
I mean, you know, the, the Chiefs and the Bills are actually great examples of this. The, the Chiefs have three really good fantasy assets, Mahomes, McKinnon, and Kelsey. They don't really have a fourth. You could argue that Harrison Bucker on a 2X or a 3X would be pretty viable. Bills, same deal. I mean, Singletary's okay, but certainly, like, like even teams that lose, like, let's say the Jaguars get, get blown out by the Chargers, like, ETN still might be one of the three highest scoring running back guys in the wild card round. So I, I, I do like, um, not, not in the initial round, not in the first round, but I do like in round two. So, so week two of this contest going for a Tyler Bass, uh, the Eagles kicker is a bad example because the Eagles don't kick any field goals, but, but Bucker would be one. Uh, Evan McPherson would be one. Although the Bengals, like they have four really good guys for fantasy. So that changes the calculus a little bit there. Yeah, you can, and you can twist yourself in knots. Like if you plot this out, and I, de- you definitely want to plot it out. Basically, your starting roster, you know, which guys you think get eliminated week two, and who you would replace them with, and you do that weeks one through four, and you get an idea of like where your log jam might be, and like where you might get screwed up. Some brackets give you some really good optionality, where like if you set it up perfect, like you could not be screwed depending on which teams win or lose. But like right. at that point too, I think one thing I've kind of maybe messed up before is I think I'm further behind than I am in this contest. Like you don't have to be. Oh, oh yeah. The, the, the classic over swap. Yeah. I mean, no one, no one you're playing against is going to hit the perfect bracket. I, I think there's 2,500 entries in this. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, it's so it's like, it's like, and, and people are not like 150 maxing this. They're not covering every combo. Um, yeah. And, and, also, I mean, it, it should go without saying, but having a 4X multiplier in the final game on like multiple players is like that could make up for an entire week one score, whatever, you know, or, or like uh, I think it was the year that, uh, yeah, the, the Chiefs Super Bowl year, um, like Mahomes, Watkins, Damian Williams put up with the 4X multiplier, like 500 points or something like, like just completely absurd. Yeah. So you can make up a lot of stuff. And if it breaks bad too, like you can pivot to like, like week two or week three, you can pivot to a team and set up a team that people aren't expecting to go to the Super Bowl. You know, if you are in, in that I, really bad spot, the the Vikings. So like, let's say there's a big upset in um, l- let's say like the 49ers lose or something, just like completely theoretically, the 49ers lose to the Seahawks and you started out with McCaffrey or whatever. Um, like I, I can already tell going into this contest that people are going to use Justin Jefferson as their Viking and then plan on moving off of him. So, I mean, right away there, Dalvin Cook or, or Kirk Cousins is a pretty big leverage play. But people are, every game that that um, the Vikings win, like let's say even theoretically they get to the NFC Conference Championship, people are going to be picking them to lose in these contests the entire way. Um, and, and just, so as an example, like slight underdogs, like a three point underdog in a conference championship game, that's basically a coin flip, but the way people are going to be picking these brackets, it's going to be super heavy chiefs, super heavy Eagles, super heavy bills. Um, I I'm actually very curious to see what the market does with bills bangles in the first two weeks, actually. Yeah. I'm wondering if, well, but before I get into into the, I want to look at the Allen Mahomes duo again for this year. But before that, um, as far as like the swap stuff, the other thing too I've noticed, like two years in a row, 
I think it was two years ago we had Fournette had like kind of the surprise big first playoff game. And I was like, oh, I can't add him week two because everyone's going to add him. And like not that many people added him. Yes. And then last year, the exact same thing happened with Jarek McKinnon. So I, I I guess my point there, though, is like if, if someone people, unexpected people, does really well, they're, they're not going to be added as frequently as you think they will be. People People stick to their plan. Like they have it mapped out. And they're like, okay, I'm going to add T Higgins here and I'm going to add Chris Godwin here. And then I'm going to add, uh, you know, Brock Purdy or whatever, but they're not going to like, uh, I don't know who, who could be a break. Like, uh, let, let's say Elijah Mitchell actually like gets like 21 carries or something. And so like, no one's adding him, um, like, or, or, or in an upset victory, same thing. I also wonder, I wonder if everybody thinks like me too, where I'm like, well, I missed the big McKinnon game. I'm drawing, you know, I can't. I'm drawing dead. I'm off. drawing dead. I'm drawing dead because I missed that. And then I also, in it, not only do I miss that, but I have him a week behind on the multiplier. So I'm better off just hoping he stinks. And I think people like like me overthink that, that type of thing. And, and the other thing with not over swapping, I had T Higgins as a good leverage play over Chase last year. And it didn't really pay off until the Super Bowl, but then the Super Bowl, because that's where the multiplier is higher, like he was able to flip Chase, I think, or at least come close to it um, because he had such a better Super Bowl than Chase, even though Chase was outscoring him like all the way. So the people, so so there's just interesting wrinkles like that, where just because you start off behind, you know, people can't have Chase week one and T Higgins at times four multiplier in the Super Bowl. Like it's one or the other, you know, it's not going to break perfect. Um, and, and probably I would guess very few entries are going to get like a huge swap of times fours. Correct. Right. Like, like yeah. what, what are the, what are the odds that how many teams are going to have eight, times fours correctly in the Super Bowl. Like I bet that number's really low. Like maybe you mean, maybe you mean one through four. I'm saying they get both I'm saying they get both sides of the bracket perfect. That they get an A all four of the AFC teams and all four of the NFC players correct. That they that they get heading into the Super Bowl week, they have eight times four multipliers. Well you can't you could you can or, or, or not not time not, one not through times four. four. Yes, one through four. Sure. One, yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Like in an ideal world, if the bracket goes exactly how you want, you would have one X, two X, three X, four X. Correct. In in descending order on the most important players for the for the Super Bowl teams. And yeah, I do wonder, you know, looking at the bracket. So the Mahomes Allen thing worked last year, I thought, because you had teams in the NFC like the Packers, where Devontae Adams scores such a huge chunk of his team points as a non-QB Cooper Cup as a non-QB over Stafford, which ended up coming to fruition where you could have add, added Stafford in the third or fourth week and actually been fine, which is kind of crazy. This year, you know, it's, it's kind of the different. exact opposite. Yeah, because you've got Hertz with the bye. You've got but like if you if you play a Hertz upset build, could you could you do the Mahomes Allen? So if you're playing you like the, a cousins team, I think the problem is, is that the Eagles, uh, they, they're, they're, um, they're like way through to the Super Bowl is like so easy. Dude, I couldn't believe though. I saw, I was putting together expected game stuff for, cause we're going to have rankings for this and other formats on ETR and the you know, expected games is part of that. And 
Philly on DraftKings was plus 175 and San Francisco was plus 180, which just made no sense to me. It doesn't I I the the stick that I will be drawing in the line is that the markets are overrating the 49ers and if and if that ends up being wrong, if I if I have to eat that like whatever, I'll lose a bunch of these playoff contests and 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 that's fine. Um It's I, I just don't buy it. I don't know if it's I don't buy it, but like them playing an extra game than Philly and also not being home versus Philly in the championship game. Like they should, the odds should, the gap should be wider. You Like it just should be. Um, I mean, it's, it's the markets basically completely saying that playing the Seahawks is basically a buy is saying, is saying that the, there's like a 5% chance or something that the Seahawks end up winning that game. Yeah, and to your point, like about people like underestimating, like that's that's not true. I have them with like. Oh, let me see if I can find where I. I don't have it up. Uh, okay, so I have you know, them as like a nineteen percent chance of losing round one, San Francisco, based on. I mean, that's just based on the money line of the game. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that people people. People treat 19% as zero. So as far as getting leveraged, as far as getting leveraged, like you don't want to assume like a ton of upsets and in a contest like this too, like you can navigate around not picking the round one games correctly. I will, like I said, I do like to clear up some skill players. So like, if I think a game might shoot out, I could take like a wide receiver. I could take two skill players in the same game and know I'm going to clear one spot and then get two X on the other guy. Um, that's something I might do, but yeah, you can definitely play for some upsets. And then like the teammate leverage is so huge. I mentioned the T Higgins, Jamar chase thing. Like those are my favorite when, you know, last year there was Aaron Jones, Devonte Adams in the past, we've had AJ Brown, Derek Henry. I think those make, thank, thank God we're not having to deal with that this year. I mean, yeah, just it, a true blessing. You could have faded Tennessee, I guess, but yeah. I, I, I think there are a couple on the NFC side of the bracket. I think there are a couple fascinating ones. Um, the 49ers, I think Debo is like mega insane, uber duper leverage on Christian McCaffrey. Like, yeah, like it just to, be so to, overweight yeah. Debo and it's going to be painful, but because people um, are going to play a lot of Kittle too. People are going to play a lot of, especially, I mean, this, you're going to talk about this tomorrow, um, but on the FFPC, I think Kittle is going to be super, 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 super popular for, for, for 49er stuff. Debo in these contests is going to be like 5%. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be my flag plan. I'm going to play Debo as my 49er in all these contests. Uh, What about Purdy? I mean, the, the issue. Go to the Super Bowl. He, Purdy feels like a Purdy feels like a you you add him as your round three ad if they if they get to that spot against the Eagles and and you if you're saying I think the Eagles are going to lose this game you add Purdy then I think you add McCaffrey in in round two or or honestly even Ayuk I mean that's how that's how insane the 49ers stuff is is they have four dudes uh five dudes really that you can talk yourself into adding in these contests which is really is is not the case like there are not five dudes you would add on any other nfc team i don't think yeah purdy's interesting to me i, I agree with you that he's more of around two or three add the the interesting thing to me for him though is if he plays from behind in the super bowl like he's been really efficient 
and they could spread it out where he could make up, you know, McCaffrey outscoring him overall over the playoffs, but you know, he sure. gets it in the, in the Super Bowl. But I do think he's better with like, that's where you could try Allen Mahomes and you can play, you could hedge or, or Mahomes Burrow. You could, but do. what's your, so if you, if you do that, what is your plan with the Eagles then? Are you going, are you adding Miles Sanders that, in? So I think that would be an Eagles fade where you're playing San Francisco Super Bowl, right? So you play San Francisco Super Bowl, then you can hedge Kansas City Buffalo where it doesn't, or Kansas City Cincinnati where it doesn't matter who wins as long as those two teams meet in the in the AFC Championship. Game. I, I I think the right way to play it is, uh, I think you play it like the Bills beat the Bengals. I think you soft fade the Bills or uh, the Bengals. I think that's maybe the right way to play these postseason tournaments. No no disrespect to uh to Mr. Burrow and and the Bengals, but I think that's kind of the right way to do it. The harder part with the soft fade is the um the Bengals PRLE this year. Like they've just been way more aggressive passing the ball that it feels like one of their skill players probably gets there. Whereas like last year they won all those like lower scoring like close games and they played kind of conservative. Right. If they had lost one of those games, like their players really wouldn't have mattered that much but yeah that's interesting i mean the baltimore upset is interesting to me too if lamar plays we got to get i mean that i think i think that's like one of the most fascinating things is like what do you what do you do with lamar in these contests because he's not played in a month he uh uh, uh, harbaugh again today at the press conference is like i'm not giving any updates on on lamar um so we have no idea how healthy he is but if you want to talk about a dude who could just roll in and and lead round all of round one in fantasy points could totally be Lamar and and we're talking like I you know you know you know people are going to take for the Ravens people are going to take Justin Tucker for the Ravens yeah Tucker's going to be the highest owned kicker probably by by like a lot yeah by a mile I I almost hope Lamar doesn't play to save me from myself because I'm definitely going to talk myself onto. Lamar in these contests. Um, probably not going to go like super crazy on it, but I have, I'm probably going to do three of these NFFC entries and I would have Lamar on one of them. Uh, I, th- I think, can you, can you talk yourself into any other Raven? Can you talk yourself into Dobbins or Demarcus Dude, Robinson like, or Mark Andrews? Yeah. You could talk yourself into Andrews, especially if it's Lamar. Um, Hey, he had, he had Andrews. He had seven for one hundred in Huntley's last game. Andrews in a loss isn't, you know, if if you might if, even might even actually be optimal uh, because he could take it out if if Lamar doesn't run because he's banged up or whatever, and Andrews does like twenty eight or whatever, that could maybe even be optimal, and then you replace him with your your AJ Brown or your or your Chief or your Bengal. Yeah, I mean. If the Ravens don't win, Lamar's not going to be optimal, even if he outscores Andrews, most likely. Yeah, you're you're actually really screwed if if they don't win. Um, wait, like having a non-multiplier quarterback is is bad, really bad. Yeah, that's when you need to get creative. Which was the thing last year. I actually almost survived. I had Dak on one. So my three my three entries last year was Mahomes and Allen. And then I think I was all in Allen um, or maybe I split Allen and Mahomes. Wow. Where, where do you get your two. ideas? <laughs> and then, <laughs> but I, I played the cute, like Dak on the NFC side on one of them and Kyler on one of them. And they both lost round one. 
And you just got to play for a team like San Francisco if that happens, right? Like where the Super Bowl quarterback doesn't have to be on the huge multiplier. Like that's what you have to pivot to after round one if, if you lose a quarterback immediately. Yeah. I mean, I would just say try not to lose a quarterback immediately is <laughs> like, like a part. But, but yes, I mean, that I think you, you hit at a good point, which is that your, your galaxy braining really doesn't – you don't really need to be galaxy braining what you're doing right now. Like the, the week one – wild card round stuff like sure you, you you shouldn't take like the most owned guy at every position and have your roster like insanely duplicated but it's also like you honestly even if you did like if if i said leone your your goal is you're going to take the most owned guy at every spot and my challenge to you is for you to try and win it non-duplicated the remaining three weeks like it, it's still like theoretically possible that's how much like more stuff there is to do after that point yeah the the galaxy brain too, like pre swapping again, it's mostly teammates that are the second best on their team that are going to be underplayed relative to the top teammate. You know, it's not like you're not playing. Yeah. It's playing, playing Dawson of chase. You're not playing yes. Dawson Knox. You know, you're playing Allen or Diggs, maybe Gabe Davis. I mean, if, if, no. well, I was going to say, if I remember correctly, like no one had the, the four touchdown Gabe Davis game. Yeah. If I, if I remember correctly, like in the whole field, no one I, had it. That's sort of a red herring to me where like, that is so rare that. Yeah. Like that's all Gabe Davis of last year was almost like a bad play. You know, like when you get into the third, fourth wide receivers, and you just don't need to. So some of these teams are interesting. Seattle's interesting where they've got, you know, three guys you can play. And then also. No, they, people they, got, will, they, they got four. No one's going to play Gino. I G- mean, yeah, no one's going to play Gino. No one's going to play Gino. No one's going to play Gino. But I mean, so, got, plus so people will play what, kicker defense and full fade them. So like between kicker D, full fade. And then three guys, like one of those guys is probably going to be really low. That could be pretty impactful. Henry, Henry not being in the playoffs for the first time since I've started doing these contests really does change the strategy to such a huge degree because everyone used to take Henry for one round with the plan of immediately swapping off of him. But all of us, uh, all of us losers, uh, zero RB guys, we would never take Henry. We yeah. would exclusively fade the Titans. So our rosters would be different from the get-go versus everyone else. Dude, RB last year was so bad. And you have to start. So like this is another one of the differences between FFPC and NFC. Yeah, like three. Three versus two. And it makes a big difference, especially when you go through like the replacements and stuff. Like it makes the the math in terms of like, at, or the planning like matter more because you have less flexibility in what you're doing. So running back, so I, I, I got D is going to be so highly owned. So I had to, along those lines, I, I just had a thought. What about double NFC quarterback and using McKinnon as your, your attempted chiefs four X and you bring Mahomes in in round two. I no. It's two galaxy brain. Dude. The the AFC has Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, like so 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 okay. So not like even not playing, even if it was tight end premium, I could say you could do that with Kelsey. With Kelsey. But I I really think that that's too gal brain to have Jarek McKinnon 
be the chief because Mahomes is going to be so popular too. Like you're going to, I mean, you, you'll be unique with a, with your, I mean, you are, if, if the chiefs make the super bowl and you only have three X on Mahomes, like you're dead, like just, just your count, your, your only counting Sklansky is you will not be counting real dollars. Yeah, who would you need to go to the super bowl to survive? Not having the quarterback. You would need. It can't be a top three I, seed and the top three seeds are so good. Yeah, it would be it would be no, it would be the Chargers beating the Chiefs in round two. Is what would have to happen. Yeah. Or like the Dolphins or or I mean I, you just need some upset. I mean, I guess the Ravens. I mean, that's uh to the Tyreek and Waddle stuff is so fascinating because those dudes have such a high one game ceiling. And if they somehow did beat the Buffalo Bills, like Tyreek on a Tyreek on a two X multiplier. Is like I it, it would be like I mean I would never do this because I think the I I actually do think the Dolphins are zero percent probability to beat the Bills like literally zero oh. I think they'll I think they could cover but I don't think they can win they can't win with Skyler there's no way there's no way um, yeah with Tua or Teddy maybe I do think like Allen scores so many points that. Again, like this is why I'm in the double AFC quarterback. Like, I think if you double AFC quarterback and you played Miami receiver, you could almost free roll the Miami win. And then, like, if they win, just switch to them instead of just like banking your Tyree 2X and not adding another Dolphin. Like, if you get that lucky, I, I would play the Dolphins. And if you, if the Bills just win, you're fine. Um, I don't so know. So, what maybe that's better to do with Diggs than with Allen, though? Do like what? Diggs, Tyreek. What is your plan at the AFC Conference Championship? You you let both ride and you do a 1x Brock Purdy or a 1x Kirk Cousins or whatever for the Super Bowl? Yeah. I, I think that's pretty reasonable, assuming. So, last year it worked out, but like the pure fucking nuts happened where Josh Allen scored like 40 points in a round two loss and had a yeah. lot of points round one and Matthew Stafford made the Super Bowl. And so did like, and did nothing. Yeah, so that was like the one hundred percent optimal breakout for what I did. And of course, I, I didn't win because I, I went San Francisco instead of Rams. But like that's that's the I don't know if you could do it with Cousins though. Like I don't know if Dalvin scores enough. You know, because you, you you need Dalvin round two, obviously Jefferson round one. Um, you'd almost I think you'd almost want to start with Dalvin instead of Jefferson and hope that Dalvin would have like the really big Super Bowl. Since you're fading right. cousins already, yeah. Um, I mean, I, 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 I see it. I, I, it's just like the the having a one x quarterback in the Super Bowl with this crop of of quarterbacks. Just knowing, just knowing, there's like such a good chance that it's that it's Jalen Hurts just you know doing Jalen Hurts stuff like that. Right. It just feels so painful. But if it's not Hurts, like, dude, Dak could. I mean, like if the Cowboys go, it could be weird. D- Dak could average like no, Dak could Dak could average like seventeen fantasy points per game, and the, the team could still get there. Yeah, so like the Cowboys could be weird. Um, I'm trying to think. Look, look at the bracket right now. But the, um, I, I mean, it, it could be the Niners. So- the Niners though are like, uh, even though we think they're overrated, like if it's Niners. Or, like it works out perfectly. You you want? I think you got to do it with the Niners and hope the Niners. Um, what about Tampa Bay? They're a weird team. I just I can't. It's like I so I have such two minds about Tampa Bay. Where it's like 
They've been this dog shit team all year. They refuse to pass the ball. When they do pass the ball, they're pretty good. Like Brady still seems to be, I don't know, 80 to 90% of like Brady. Um, and, and you just, you know, it's been written in the stars. Brady whelps around all regular season. And then, you know, the, the hapless Cowboys get beat by Brady on the road. It's like you, you just are seeing it all uh, in front of you so clearly. But then it's like you look at the actual on-field data and you're like, the Cowboys are better at everything. They, they, they are better running. They are better passing. They are better rushing yeah. the passer, better deep. Like just they are better at everything than the Buccaneers. So it's, it's just very hard to, for me to reconcile the narrative for, versus the data. Yeah, I want to get my finger on the pulse this week as far as the market, like what they're thinking. I know a few weeks ago I was thinking to myself, dude, Tampa Bay is going to be like five point dogs at home and no one's going to play them. And they actually have a chance. I, I think it's, game. I think the pendulum is way that, the other that's way. That's what I'm saying. Like that was, that was like three weeks, just three weeks. Tampa Bay gets healthier on the offensive line. Dallas lays an egg against Washington and the spread's only two and a half. And now I almost think Dallas is going to be underplayed in, in these contests when, you know, argue, I, th- I think a lot of sharps had them as like the best team in the, in the in in the nfc like as of a few weeks ago so um yeah they they could be undervalued i think you're i think you're right i mean pollard and and lamb and prescott are fantasy points per game um pre like like some of the best players in the playoffs like equivalent to the Bengals guys but they will not be owned that way at all yeah all right let's build the team davis Okay. Um, so we have to decide. I do you want you want to make your favorite play, and then we'll kind of figure out the bracket as we're filling this out, or do you want to uh, figure out a bracket first? Uh, no, that's no fun. I think we yeah. figure out our favorite plays and work and work through the bracket. Okay. My favorite play in the the whole tournament is AJ Brown on a four X multiplier. So starting out with him as your eagle instead of Jalen Hurts. Wow. After being so, can't can't you do this with double AFC QB? Yes, yeah, yeah, you can. That's why I didn't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's horrible. Um, it's just like what what you. The reason why it worked so well for you last year was because Kansas City and Buffalo met in round two and not in round three. Yeah, you would have to do Buffalo Cincinnati this year if you did it. And yeah, you would have to. You would have to. You would have to pick Kansas City to lose to the Chargers. I still think I'm going to do one Allen Mahomes with San Francisco Super Bowl. But I think I think that's I think that's fine because everyone's bracket will be picking the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl. The AFC parts will be more fractured. Um, people are are more comfortable taking a stand on the two seed or the three seed making the Super Bowl on the AFC side. All right, I'm going to go really chalky here. Uh, actually. Trying to figure out what people are gonna do at running back. I don't want to like gal brain too much here, but I'm gonna go Dalvin. Let's let's. I'm actually not gonna go chalky. Let's get let's get off Justin Jefferson. Let's go Dalvin. So that's that's super non chalky, I think, because I think um, everyone's gonna use non non chalk, no, not chalky. I think that's unique oh, because Je- okay. Jefferson will be the most popular round one Viking, but Dude. more so. The the I I think the running back choices are are so clear because they're good guys, running, but they have well, uh, but but right. So yes, those three guys, and they don't have teammates that are really competing with them. Um, 
specifically Barkley, but also uh, you've got Fournette as an underdog. You've got Kenneth Walker as an underdog. People are, are looking to basically use those as their kickers, right? Like, yeah. oh, Kenneth Walker, he's good. He's basically my kicker. I'll replace him with McKinnon or Miles Sanders or whoever next week. Yeah, The and one other note, you're – you can move your like if your flex is a running back and a running back gets eliminated, they'll let you slide that in without losing your multiplier. They'll let you flip that around as long as the player is still on your team. Just FYI. Yeah. Okay. So we've got uh, we've got Dalvin, we've got AJ Brown. Let's just uh, let's put let's put Mahomes in there. Okay. Mahomes in there. Um, oh God. Is, is he going to be? Is Mahomes? Is Mahomes on a bye going to be the most owned player in round one? O- almost for sure, right? Him, oh, or, him or McCaffrey? What? Okay. This, this is probably two Galaxy Brains. We already got Galaxy Brain. Yeah, I think CMC is the highest owned player in this entire yeah. thing. Um, because yeah. it's non tight end premium, and you need to fill the running back spots and their their favorites and and whatnot. For the double AFC quarterback strategy, one thing that might work. What about? Lamar Mahomes, they would meet in round two, or if Lamar loses, you add Hertz. Honestly, right honestly, str- strategically, strategic strategically, that is better than well, well, it's the same thing as 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 you, you either have to do Allen Burrow or Mahomes Lamar for it to be strict. Now that's maybe not best in terms of projected points, but but game game tree wise, that's the best yeah, way if to do it. You want a non-San Francisco NFC team. You would have to do. Um, I'm I'm not going to do it yet. I'm just going to leave it as an option. I'm going to go digs. Um, yeah, I think that I think that's definitely the right thing to do. Um. All right, so we're already we're not we're we're pretty well within the game tree, other than um, the Dalvin Cook thing. I I'm going to take Pollard. As one of as our as our oh, cowboy wow. in, instead of CD, um, and now we can just we could just truly play like the most owned guy. Like we could just play whoever we want now. Yeah, so I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go CMC. Yeah. Um. So I think defense is is sort of interesting because you you'd like to have a defensive multiplier, but you're fine replacing it. Um. What do you what do you what are your what are your thoughts on defense? Yeah, I think that's where I think people get tripped up where it's like almost better to lose your defense round two than it is is round one and then get the Super Bowl skill players like more optionality to get like, okay, in theory, the pure nuts would be you have one through three X at every position in the conference championship game uh, for all four teams, right? Like it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yes. And then, and the teams that go to the Super Bowl would be non kicker, non defenses, one through three X. Um, that, that, right. that's in theory how it would work. So, okay. So we, I guess what's, what's what if we point? take, I was going to say, what if we take the chargers defense, um, yeah. and, and don't take Eckler Keenan or Mike Williams here. I think that makes sense. Like we don't, we could have taken Eckler and flex. We were, yeah, I, th- I think chargers make sense where they could win a shitty game and then lose round two, like very and then lose round two. Yeah. Yeah. What about, okay. Um, what about guaranteeing one of our soft fades makes it to round two by by going Jacksonville kicker? Jacksonville. See, I, I actually think that's so good 
because you are you're not wasting one of those spots on a team that you want to win and you're you so you're guaranteeing yourself a 2x and you are letting you you also are kind of setting yourself up for if there is an upset in round one so like then you, but there's an upset like let's say the giants get an upset or whatever you're not it's like oh i'm i'm super stoked to add richie james to my team it's like no i'll just take put graham gano in there or whatever yeah you know and, and you're just you're not even worrying about about that until the and conference then you championships it again yeah um, yeah okay Okay. Um, so we gotta we gotta take another quarterback. So so are we taking are we taking Lamar or are we gonna do Joe Burrow? We could play this as a I think you could do either because we could play this as a San Francisco Super Bowl team pretty pretty easily. Um yeah, yeah, I, let's do that. Let's 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 do that. So Burrow. And so we're 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 so we're getting yeah, so we're getting one X Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl. Like yeah. that, I think that that all that all works. So we're far. definitely dead if the Bills go to the Super Bowl now. Well, I mean, you you set it up. You set it up that way. We, no, we. Well, I'm just. I'm thinking like with Lamar, you could potentially add. Well, you can't add it. No, because you, you're you're making your bed. But if you start double AFC quarterback. I mean, you can't. And you don't. Add, and you, if you're, if you, you are starting add another AFC quarterback, if you start with Mahomes on the bye, right? Like you just can't. Correct. After. You, you just can't. You, start, you are. If you add, you Alabama are wed to three, this. You're dead. So yeah, it just it is what it is. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah. That I don't. I don't actually think we covered that, but that that should be like more explicitly said. Like, don't replace a guy on a multiplier. Like, if you've got a guy on a two x multiplier. Uh, don't be subbing him out to like fit your bracket or whatever. Like it's, it's so, yeah. I, so I had this question with the Carol last time and he, he blew my mind a little bit with, let's say you get an upset in one of your flex spots and you get a, a round two guy and like, it screws up your Super Bowl team. I yeah. do wonder if you, is it worth ditching? Dep- to me, to, oh, so I guess, I guess I should walk it back. It would very much depend on who it was, right? And what and what that circumstance was. Like, is it worth getting another uh, 2X game out of J.K. Dobbins? Probably not. But it, what if it's a Miami Dolphins upset and it's Tyreek Hill and you have Tyreek Hill on a 2X multiplier? Then I would probably just let it ride. You probably want to let it ride. Speaking of which, like, it might not be a bad idea to do Tyreek on this where, like, we would free – we want the Bills to not go to the Super Bowl. We want the Bills to lose. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. I, I think I think Tyreek is a sick pick in, in these, actually, because he's got, like, the ankle thing. But, I mean, who? how many players in the NFL have, like, a higher one-game ceiling than him, honestly? Yeah. And we're also guaranteed to be able to replace a wide receiver now. So – So we can add – so we can add T. Higgins or, or Jamar Chase next week. Yeah, which we need to do. We also are going to need to add Kelsey or Jarek next week. Um, so we want to put we want to put Godwin in there. So then we can either add Kelsey for Godwin or Jarek for Pollard. Yeah, if we want to guarantee it. Um, and that's that's another one like Evans or Godwin. Um, probably Godwin in a loss, right? Like if you think they lose. I mean, I just think Godwin anyways. To be, honest. I mean, my, Mike Evans, Mike Evans. Uh, I mean, I, 
Well, he actually didn't win Korean two million dollars, right? He wasn't he wasn't on Korean's two million dollar no, team. So he wasn't. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got we got one flex so, spot left. We can choose uh so someone the, from Yeah, the teams we haven't used yet, Giants, which aren't bad for a full fade, Seattle. Giants, Seattle, and oh god. Giants, Seattle, Vikings. We're, oh no, never mind. We got we got Dalvin in there. Well, this is where it gets. This is where it gets a little tricky. How do I not even know? Let me go to quarterbacks. It'll it, it won't let us. Oh, Baltimore. We didn't do Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh Giants. yeah, we we just we just throw Mark Andrews in there, right? Or do you want to put Saquon in there? Let. I I think either is fine. I think Saquon. We have such a weird. We, this is such a weird start that I don't think we're worried about how owned he is. Yeah, and then I also like we kind of want Minnesota lose if we're fading Jefferson. We're like, and then if we got Saquon on two X, like oh, I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Yeah, any any team that doesn't start with Jefferson in round one does not want Minnesota. Even even if Justin Jefferson gets forty in round one. What you really don't want is you don't want Justin Jefferson in the NFC Championship on a 3x multiplier going 11 receptions, 212 yards, and a touchdown when you only have 2x. And also, we really do want to clear these flex spots, like especially when you do this quarterback stuff that we're doing, which yeah. is weird. We need to clear this flex spot because we need to add, um, we need to add Kittle or Debo round two because we're playing a san francisco super bowl probably yes with a purdy replacement late we need to get the kc cincinnati optionality so we need to add skill players from those two and we're guaranteed three skill player spots open. and and, and we and we need to add um miles sanders or devonta smith as well yeah most likely um i i mean i guess we could do eagles defense or whatever yeah. So we, but we definitely clear Saquon Dalvin clears one. Pollard Godwin clears one. Diggs Tyreek clears one. So we get the three, the most important teams, because we're we're kind of playing Philly to to lose. So the most important thing is KC. We'd like to have the Philly optionality, I guess. But I just we're we're like- not we're not we're not playing Philly to lose. We're just playing like AJ Brown is going to go mega nuclear. Yeah, but we can't add Hertz too. And if you add Hertz in three, you're probably Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. So that actually unless Burrow loses, like if Burrow lost, you could put in Hertz, but you'd be so far behind because Burrow's probably not gonna have a good game and we don't have a Baltimore person. So we're but like you could like Yeah, I I so I actually think I actually think with that logic we need to put Mark Andrews in there instead of Barkley. So this where where we are we are way more live with uh Hertz in there round two and a two X Mark Andrews than a, a dead Joe Burrow and a dead Saquon Barkley. So do you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, we have a little bit more optionality, but it's still probably not good for us if Burrow loses. It's but it's not it's not good, but they're, we're not they're like I think I think if you do this. And you don't have a two X against him. Like if you don't have a Ravens player and Burrow loses, you just are like, "Well, I just donated, and I'll come back again next year." 
Yeah. If Bur- in, in the other one, if Burrow lost round one, we'd be dead for sure. But some, yeah. to some extent, you just have to accept that. But I do think this is okay because we get we could add Hertz two X and get the AJ Brown Alpha Super Bowl game. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. This is this is way this is way better. Yeah, we can play San Francisco or Philly and, and keep it alive. Um, and then if Burrow wins, it's very clear. Then you you're kind of playing. Then you're playing San Francisco. So basically, whatever happens to Burrow dictates if we're playing San Francisco or Philly on the NFC side. Yeah. All right. I mean, we did it. We did it. it. See what happens. All right. Davis, tell the people where they can find you. All the, all the good stuff. Uh, Just search my name in in your podcast app and you'll find it. Uh, Sports Great Fantasy Football Podcast, the Take Cast, all that good stuff. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll have another one of these episodes tomorrow with Jack Miller going over FFPC strategy and then on Establish the Run in the main podcast feed for them. We'll have a general playoff uh, preview show, kind of more if you're doing like snake drafts with your friends, like a 12-team snake draft. It's a little less galaxy brain because that, that stuff towards the expected games matters a bit more because it's just cumulative scoring. You're not, you still want to correlate heavily, but you're not you know, necessarily just playing one specific bracket. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Good luck this playoffs. Thank you.